Welcome to another episode of the Alter Your Health Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. If this is your first time listening, hello and welcome. We value your time and energy and hope you receive a lot from tuning in. As a listener-supported show, we rely on you to help us grow. We'd be so grateful if you share the show or a favorite episode with a friend or fellow health seeker. Living a healthy and nourishing life doesn't always come easily, especially in today's crazy world. But that's why we're here, doing what we love, hopefully helping you along with information and inspiration that fuels your health pursuits. If you're looking for more support, consider subscribing to the monthly Meal Guide membership. Just $11 per month gets you access to a weekly meal guide filled with healing and delicious whole food plant-based recipes, along with invitations to our regularly scheduled support calls where we can connect, answer questions, and keep the good vibes flowing in our healthy lives. You can learn more at www.alter.health slash meal dash guides. And if you're looking for more in-depth support, check out our other services. We offer both one-on-one consulting as well as educational programs. All of our current offerings are listed at www.alter.health. Our ultimate goal is to empower you to heal yourself. Keeping with that theme, let's dive into today's show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's Wisdom Wednesday, although we, it is Tuesday today. We're meeting a little bit earlier this week, but we're both naturopathic doctors who support individuals in reversing disease and reclaiming optimal health, and in these Wisdom Wednesday episodes, we dive into talking about innate peace, innate wisdom, innate well-being through the lens of mind, thought, and consciousness. I'm Dr. Susanna. And I'm Dr. Ben. And like you said, we're both naturopathic doctors. <laughs> I guess you're, we're a little bit out of tune today, as you can see, we're also in different locations, or maybe you're able to hear the just difference in the microphone because Susanna's over there and I'm right here. Uh, but we're excited today to talk about cognitive dissonance, cognitive dissonance. And really, my intention is moving beyond cognitive dissonance or transcending through cognitive dissonance. And to be quite frank, I just looked up the definition of cognitive dissonance uh, just to have something to work with and talk through. And uh, the the definition here that I that I'm reading to you is uh, a mental mental stress or discomfort experienced by an individual who holds two or more contradictory beliefs ideas, or values at the same time. So that's an interesting thing, you know, to have to, 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 to have a disability or an inability, or at least feel like stressed or overwhelmed by considering two or more conflicting, contradictory viewpoints or opinions. And I've been, uh, I've been exposed to this idea of cognitive dissonance over the past couple of years, specifically in the context of like, you know, the, the pandemic and like all these conflicting theories and ideas and conspiracies and this and that. And for some people, this is the reality. And for some people that is the reality, but for very few people, can there be a shared reality that takes it all in and is open-minded and curious to have real conversations that explore both two or more realities? And 
I'll just say that my intention is to to have that open mind and to be able to look in this direction and with curious eyes and open eyes and see what's going on while understanding what's going on inside of me and then look over there and see what's going on. And well, I'll still understand what's going on inside of me. And I, I bring it up um, every once in a while that for instance, you know, on, on social media, I, I follow and stay tuned into like the, the paleo and carnivore scene nutritionally. And of course, like my experience of health and my understanding of health and nutritional biochemistry and physiology and uh, nutritional science is based in whole food plant-based nutrition. And it's just clear as day to me, the benefits from eating whole plants. But I can still or I still want to, I should say, it's not easy, but I still want to maintain that open mind that allows me to dig into and navigate the conversation around contradictory opinions and beliefs. But anyways, I, I just think that as a human species, humanity um, can benefit so much. And I'm certainly not claiming to stand over here and feel perfect in any way, but I feel like we can benefit so much from moving in that direction. Because to me, that really means being open-minded and also being compassionate because we all are living in our own separate realities. And while maybe Susan and I are like we're living in a whole food plant-based reality or something like that. Or, you know, maybe we're living in a Colorado reality, even though you're in California right now. But like, you know, we, we all have our microcosm reality and we're all always in relationship and communication and interacting with other people in their pers- reality from the, with their perspective. So we're all, all the time like in that cognitive dissonant space, if we're not careful and understanding of the unique nature that each one of us um, resides in. So anyways, I'm rambling over here, but what are your thoughts on this topic, Susanna? You know, it's so funny. Um, One thing that I've been getting into recently, you know this, Ben, but I... Um, I'm having fun with the history project where I'm learning about the history of humans uh, ever since, you know, starting with caveman era and up until present day time. But I'm, I'm learning about it through watching films and movies and series. And of course, reading a little bit, uh, follow, like following up each video with some real literature. Um, but, but in one recent video uh, or series about King Tut, there was this quote that showed up over and over again that I found so interesting, which was regarding the truth. And this character would always say, truth is just a perception. Truth is just a perception. And I think it's, I honestly think it's refreshing. For some people, it's frustrating to consider that truth is just a perception because some people are living with this pursuit of finding the ultimate truth of what is real, you know, the scientific method and everything like that. And that is completely valuable. It is. 
But I find it's very refreshing to consider that truth is just perception, that everyone has their own truth. Um, everyone lives in their own separate reality, like what you're saying, Ben. And it's humbling because it makes me realize that it's like, why is one person's truth better than another person's truth? And of course, we're the, we're the, the judges that make one person's truth better than someone else's truth. Um, but that's the only thing, judgment. Judgment's the only thing that makes someone believe that they're more right than the other person. But the truth is that if thoughts are the only thing creating our reality, then the truth really is just perception. And maybe everything we think to be true really isn't true. And it really gets you thinking. It really gets you thinking. And it's very humbling. And I feel like I kind of walk with um, this understanding in life of like, well, geez, what if everything I think is true isn't true? But at the same time, because I'm human, I will easily fall into my kind of righteous thinking every now and then of like, geez, look at that person. What are they doing? Like, the, you know, they're doing it all wrong. I'm doing it all right or whatever it is, you know. It's easy as humans to get into that kind of thinking. Um, or those people are crazy because they believe that. Um, but I, I find it's more peaceful and more refreshing to reside more in that mindset and that space of just being open to truth being a perception and considering that, you know, I could be totally wrong. I could be totally wrong in any situation. Yeah, well, back to this definition here, the mental stress or discomfort experienced by an individual who holds two or more contradictory beliefs, ideas, or values at the same time. So I guess this implies that most people navigate through their lives trying to avoid that mental stress or discomfort from discomfort from holding two or more ideas or conflicting viewpoints. So from this understanding, from this definition, the way to avoid that mental stress is to just hold one viewpoint just hold one viewpoint. And then if we just pulled that viewpoint really, really hard and close our mind to any conflicting viewpoints, then we're at peace. <laughs> like fr from this definition, that's what I'm reading at least. But are we really like, is that really peace? Is that really peace? Or is that a closed mind? And, you know, are we creating like a false sense of security by holding on rigidly to one viewpoint and opposing and um, closed, staying closed off to any conflicting perspective. But when we understand that an idea, what is it? Contradictory belief, idea, or value. When we understand that these beliefs, these ideas, these values are just coming from our thinking and perception in a moment then we're in like immediately more free we're immediately more free and we're immediately able to access the greater depth 
of true peace when we know that that which we are holding on to in our thinking like you were saying is is not fundamentally true or real uh we can ease up on that grasp that we have and in doing so just naturally be in an open place where we're not as triggered or irritated when we come across someone who is in a state of mind or in a reality that conflicts with ours because we can be transcendent from our thought created reality or at least have that understanding that we are not our thinking <laughs> yeah yeah i mean really what i'm realizing is that holding on to your one viewpoint is peaceful for the ego that's who it's peaceful for i see but is yeah. it peaceful for the soul is it and i see it as not being peaceful because it really pits soul against soul it i mean it doesn't pit soul against soul but it pits ego against ego people against people and creates that that false separation yeah. and so yeah peaceful for the ego but not for the soul right and then we just look out in our world today and we see i mean depending on how you're looking depending on which perceptual filter you're looking through uh but a lot of us might look out and see a lot of uh chaos and conflict you know um both like we got this comment you know on the family level you know case and conflict on the family level community level and of course like the national level and the international level like lots of chaos and conflict all stemming from people trying not trying to hold on to their viewpoint and the the magic is you know, and, and the, the conflict resolution comes from just being open-minded and curious to actually connect with someone else, connect with another person, another community, another family member, another nation. Um, I think that if we can set our goal, um, and I, I guess the, the, the quote that's coming to mind for me is uh, I forget who initially said it, but would you rather be right or would you rather be happy? Yeah. Or would you rather be right? Would you rather be peaceful? Would you rather be right or would you rather be connected? I, you know, and of course, and, you know, some people might say, oh, well, both, you know, it, like being right is being happy. Being right is being peaceful. But if you were to choose just one, I would hope that all of us, all of humanity would choose peace and choose connectivity and choose love. <laughs> you know, why can't we make that choice? And of course, we can always stand where we are and look out and say, why aren't those guys being peaceful? <laughs> why aren't those guys being peaceful? And we know that it all starts right here, right now, right inside each and every one of us. Um, so that's, I guess, the, the message, right? Yeah, and that's a great place to end and a great segue. Um, this is really why we named our weekly program Peace on Earth, because when we create peace from within 
and connect with our innate peace, then we put more peace out into the world and that has a ripple effect. And so if you're interested in having more conversations like this, but going greater in depth and in a community Zoom setting, then check out our Peace on Earth program over at alter.health. You can join on a sliding scale starting at $25 a month. Thanks. Thanks, Susanna. And uh, sending peace and love to you and yours. And uh, look forward to seeing you guys next time. Bye for now, everyone.